All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This week has certainly sped by, at least it seems like that to me. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. First up, the travel allowance scheme that was initially announced for central government employees has now been extended to all other employees with some riders to boost consumption during the festive season. The government has announced that all non-central government employees will be eligible for income tax exemption for the entire leave travel concession amount of up to 36,000 rupees per person without producing travel bills. However, such employees will have to spend three times the amount for purchasing goods or services on which GST of 12% or higher is levied. In news on the economy, the output of eight core infrastructure sectors dropped by under a percent in September, mainly on account of a decline in production of crude oil, natural gas, refinery products and cement. The output of these sectors has now declined for seven straight months, but the silver lining is that the decline was the smallest in September since March. In corporate news, the Mystery family-owned SP Group has proposed a plan of separation from Tata Sons Private Limited involving shares of listed Tata Group companies. This plan follows the SP Group's announcement in September that given the four-year-long legal battle between the Mystery family and the Tata Group, the mutual coexistence of both groups at Tata Sons would be infeasible. What's been proposed is a selective reduction of capital at Tata Sons, thereby extinguishing shares held by them. In exchange, SP Group will be granted shares in listed companies of the group. There will also be cash consideration or shares for brand value and unlisted assets, among other things. You will find all the details in the story on the website bloombergquint.com. Moving on, Maharashtra has decided to cancel the tender for redeveloping the Dharavi slum, further delaying the project conceived more than two decades ago. The decision to scrap the existing tender and call for a new tender was taken in a cabinet meeting yesterday. The successful bidder in the last tender, that's Seclink Technology Corporation, has threatened legal action. In the aviation space, the ministry has extended the cap on airfares by another three months. Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said that the ministry would review the situation later. He also said that the number of daily passengers has now risen to 180,000 from the low point of 30,000. Oh, and Interglobe Aviation reported numbers yesterday. Holmes will tell you all about that. On to international news now. The US economy has bounced back with a record surge of growth in the third quarter as businesses reopened and stimulus cash spurred consumer spending. It has reversed much of the collapse that occurred on account of the lockdowns. In the second quarter, remember, the decline in output was the biggest recorded in seven decades of data. And the recovery in the third quarter was just as big. GDP grew 7.4% from the previous period, a quarterly gain that equals an annualized pace of 33%. While the report makes it clear that the US economy has found a solid footing for now, analysts have cautioned that growth could be more modest and choppy 
in months to come, especially as the spread of the virus gathers pace again and lawmakers remain in an extended deadlock over a new stimulus package. Meanwhile, European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde has said that the Eurozone economy is losing momentum faster than expected. At a press conference in Frankfurt yesterday, she said that while activity in many sectors has continued, the recovery in services has been slowing visibly. In international markets, US equities regained some ground that was lost earlier in the week. The Dow ended higher by about half a percent, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbed 1.2 and 1.6 percent, respectively. In the Asia-Pacific region, though, all three early rises have started either flat or negative at the end of the week. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Very good morning to you, Alex, and to all of those tuning in. Fifth FNO series gain of the year. HDFC Twins being the top contributors and Reliance Industries being the biggest drag. That sums up the October series for the Nifty. What makes this more interesting is that the gains and the losses this year are tied at 5 months each with 2 more series to go. On that note, here are the top 10 earnings reactions that you need to watch out for today. First up, Interglobe Aviation which is slowly but surely stair-stepping its way back to normal capacity. Those are the words from its CEO Ronajay Datta who also said that things are not as bad as they were in March. The company has also deferred its plans to raise funds through a QIP to December. Vodafone Ideas quarter was a mixed bag, net loss narrowed but missed estimates, ARPUs increased while the revenues were flat. No details on the fundraising just as yet, the telecom company said that it is still evaluating options for the same. TVS Motors' net profit appears lower due to an exceptional gain in the base quarter. Production and sales are improving constantly since July, according to the two- and three-wheeler maker. Strong numbers from Canra Bank, net profit grew over 20%, core income was up nearly 30%, while asset quality improved as compared to the previous quarter. It has made provisions of 125 crore rupees for restructuring of any loan accounts going forward. Tata Chemicals says that it is witnessing a revival in demand for soda ash across geographies. It also said that export volumes are slowly coming back to normal, while overall volumes are gaining momentum on a quarter-on-quarter basis. The company's revenue and profit both declined year-on-year for the current quarter. Sriram Transport Finance says that collection for the month of September stood at 95%. The company's gross and net stage 3 assets declined on a sequential basis. AUMs were up 5% and the company has also declared a dividend of 6 rupees a share. US dollar revenue for Zensar Technologies was flat in the second quarter, while over 60% of the overall revenue came from the digital business. Total contract value in the second quarter stood at $175 million, while revenue from the top five clients is now at 38%. Some announcements made by Wellspun Corp post its earnings. The current order book stands at over 6,000 crore rupees, while net cash on the books has risen to over 650 crore rupees from just under 200 crores last quarter. It has also announced its foray into the ductile iron pipe segment, for which it will be setting up a greenfield unit in Anjar for an initial investment of over 1,200 crore rupees. JK Paper says that there has been some improvement in demand as compared to the previous quarter. However, a full recovery will only be gradual. It has also approved fundraising to the tune of 260 crore rupees through non-convertible debentures. 
And lastly, Apollo Pipes reported a 19% growth in sales volume for the quarter as it highlighted in its business updates earlier. The company has expressed confidence of achieving a production capacity exceeding 1 lakh MTPA by March 2021 and that both Greenfield and Brownfield expansions are on track. Four nifty earnings today, UPL, Indian Oil Corporation, Indusind Bank and the big boy Reliance Industries. On expected lines, the broader market list is long. Deepak Nitride, Danuka Agritech, Dixon Technologies, Just Dial, JSPL, Edelweiss, DLF among many others. I'll quickly run you through three stocks that you should keep on your radar aside of earnings. HPCL which will be considering a buyback of equity shares on the 4th of November. Angel Broking, where the Kuwait Investment Authority has acquired 4 lakh shares or half a percent stake. And MCX, where the Small Cap World Fund has acquired 1% stake. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicated that the index is trading around the mark of 11,650. That's all from me this week. I wish you all a happy weekend, a happier festive season ahead. And it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And season's greetings to you as well and to everybody listening. To you, dear listener, thanks so much for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely Friday and an even better weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.